Accelerating your fandom, this is Flash TV Talk. Welcome to Flash TV Talk, the fan podcast dedicated to news, reviews, and rumors, and all kinds of stuff, because you know what? It's awesome. Thank you, Grandma (laughs) Esther. This is the best eggnog ever. (laughs) Welcome. This is the uh, the Flash TV Talk Christmas special, uh, Christmas call-in extravaganza. I am, of course, your host, Bo. With me, as always, my good friend, Bell. Say hello, Bell. Hello, Bell. Hey. Who did not see that one coming? I, I, I guess I just kind of fed it up there for you to knock it out of the park i um it's a good thing we have people calling in man because i i am enjoying this eggnog and i gotta tell you we do it the way that grandma esther does it and that is light on the bourbon and specifically her definition of light and it's amazing see i i I go uh, with my eggnog uh you know you got the eggnog you put in the bourbon then i just hold the eggnog and just drink the <laughs> See Great. what I, what I did is I actually I poured um I pour half bourbon first and then you pour the eggnog in after the bourbon so that you it kind of like rises to the top and if you don't mix it in you've got this little layer of bourbon on top. Ooh, I know nice. it's like an eggnog filled bourbon shot. There's this particular brand of eggnog that you can only buy in liquor stores because it comes pre-mixed with bourbon. Is that right? Yeah, I can't remember what it was called, but that, that's what my brother-in-law usually. I know I mentioned it earlier, <laughs> last episode. But yeah, like, I, I, gosh, I wish I could remember the name of this stuff because it's freaking awesome. Well, this stuff is pretty good too. It's like Southern Comfort, something or another. But I, I mixed it with a little Buffalo Trace. But hey, you know what? They didn't tune in to hear us talk about bourbon. Yes, you did. Come on, that's that's what we said we we're gonna do, right? I mean, yeah, everyone's here because they want to hear you ramble while you're completely <laughs> schnockered on Grandma Esther's uh, <laughs> No, man. We got a fun show planned for you guys tonight because tonight it is all about you guys. We've got a call-in show. Uh, we are going to be opening up the Skype lines here and talking to you guys, talking about your Harrison Wells theories and just kind of the show in general, checking in with the fans and finding out what the general consensus is overall. Don't feel... Like, you have to have some sort of groundbreaking theory or anything like that. If you want to just call in and just express your love for the, for the show, not our show, but, but you know, the show, The Flash, uh, this is a good forum to do it. I mean, you know, there are uh, uh, inquiring ears are listening, so, so be sure to um, come and uh, share good tidings to the good folks that make The Flash. Well, hey, if you are in the chat right now and you are wanting to call in, the Skype username that you need to add is Pottery on Air. I've put that in the chat. I'm about to put it in the chat again. There we go. Uh, and so if you want to head on over there, I think we already have a few lined up and ready to go. So I think the pool's open also for how many times I'm going to get hung up on tonight. <laughs> yes, yeah, so this is probably good. Like, um, uh, what? The, uh, it's a Flash CW fans. Uh, she's always trying to come up with uh, some good drinking games for this show. So I think anytime we sing, that take a shot. Anytime that Belle gets, you know, pick, kicked off the line, take a shot. Uh, crappy puns. Take a shot. Oh yeah, yeah. No, just puns in general. Not puns in general. Well, I mean, most of my puns are crappy. Let's be real. No man. So. <laughs> we hawk good stuff here. <laughs> I, I was wondering. Every time you say the word flash, Max. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, we might not. End, the podcast might end early due to uh, you know a trip to the hospital. Hang on. Just with that, let me take another shot of uh, Grandma Esther's bourbon. <laughs> I, I, I mean eggnog. I wonder if Grandma Esther makes her own bourbon too. I was kind of curious about that. Actually, I went around trying to find um, find recipes, and uh, and and you know that we could you know kind of say like, well, you know, we don't have an official one, but this is endorsed. Surely this would be endorsed by Grandma Esther. But I never actually wanted to make it. I'm kind of all about the pre-made eggnog. Yeah, it's one of those things, you know. <laughs> where... 
eggnog for me isn't about like making it and like you know the whole. It's just about getting drunk. So I, I don't want to make it. <laughs> <laughs> it's good stuff, man. Chris. Oh wait, hang on. I lost Bell. <laughs> hang on, just a second, Chris. I'm gonna get you back. Chris, you're on with Flash TV Talk. How you doing, brother? Hey guys, how you doing? Doing, doing well. well. How about yourself? I'm doing good. Man. Enjoying the show. Happy holidays to you. How uh, you, uh, you you enjoying any nog or some uh, seasonal cookies or anything like that? No, see, I, I didn't have a time, and I I'm um, I was just kind of really excited about the show, so I didn't have time to actually go out to the kitchen and grab anything. Ah, it's no worries, <laughs> man. All right, so uh, you know the platform is yours, sir. What do you want to talk about tonight? Well, my Harrison Wells theory. I my brain's been melting trying to figure out how. Uh, he was there, but not there, and then the reverse flash was there, and it's all weird. But I do think he's Eobard Thawne, and I think, like like in the comics, he's a big fan of Barry Allen. Yeah. And, and he wants to go meet him, so he, he goes to the Flash Museum and finds an old red suit mm. of Barry's. Mm. And turns it yellow and figures out he can charge it with futuristic tachyon or other time travel stuff yes that's that's already available in the 25th century um and then he goes back to, um a bit after barry dies from crisis mm, okay okay and, and he goes to the flash museum this is all from the comics so right. if you know the comics you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah and he's like oh well barry died in the crisis how am i gonna f i gotta fix this how am i gonna fix it uh Let's give him personal tragedy. Now, I'm kind of mixing up Hunter Zalman stuff with this. Right, right. So stepping at that point, switching kind of from the uh, Eobard Thawne motivations to the, the Zalman motivations. Yeah, so w what I think is that he's going to, he uh, personal tragedy, so he's going to go back and kill Barry's mom. So he does so, and then the suit runs out of power. Because he has to recharge it, but he doesn't have the ability to. So he gets stuck in the year 2000, puts the suit in storage, and waits for um, stuff to happen, and then eventually does. And this is how I was kind of racking my brain. Right. Um, but then I the guess, question, of course, is who is like, was that him after he got the power to re reboot his, uh, his suit? You well, know what remember, I mean? Remember, though, in the future, Eobard is still born and living in the 25th century. Right. So the, the whole thing replays. He wants to meet Barry Allen. He finds the suit. He goes back to sure. right after Barry died. But it's changed. And it says that, oh, Professor Zoom gets stuck in the past because the suit ran out. Right. And then he's like, oh, well, let's figure out what I need to do here. And then he realizes, oh, tachyons. Where am I going to find tachyons? That's it. I know where to go. And then goes back to 2014 and causes all this stuff to happen with Joe. Oh, I'm and following then, you. I'm tracking with you, man. This is good. Yeah, I hadn't you know thought about what, it like this. You know what this. I mean? Like he goes, oh, tachyons. That's what I used to charge it in the first place. Oh, dude. Let, yes. Tachyons at Mercury Labs. I got to go back in time. Uses his charge instead of going back to kill Barry's mom to... Because he already um, did that technically in this in this new timeline. Bell, are you tracking with this? I think so. So the idea is that this is Harrison Wells from the future, but not the future that the original Harrison Wells is from. Yeah, the timelines change. You I get like what I'm that saying? a lot, dude. Oh, I love that's, that. That's so, yeah, that's kind of similar to what I was thinking. But and then, <laughs> and then of course, you know, he has to you know beat himself up to 
give away suspicion. I know. And he even says that Harrison Wells, I've been waiting to meet you. And you know, part of that does look a little bit theatrical, right? In fact, uh, yeah. in fact, Harrison, he's even say, you know, I know all this because your powers are exactly like the flash. And it's almost kind of like they're really doing this up <laughs> to and, take suspicion off and of that, himself. Yeah. Also, and that thing that I tweeted, um, the article that you asked if I wrote it, yeah. I didn't write it, but I read it and I realized a few things in there, uh, like people with the speed force can cause uh, constructs like Green Lanterns. That's one thing Wally figured out if you read the article. Yeah, to some extent. I mean, it's not it's not nearly as as advanced as a Green Lantern can do, but but they're more like after images, where like yeah, you know... yeah, the, okay, a, yeah, after images. So maybe he created an, an after image of the Reverse Flash of him in costume, right. Somehow, and then put that in the force field and caused all this weird stuff, and then um, could swapped, be swapped out. And beat up and beat up another copy of himself. Somehow it's all weird. Kind of running back and forth. Well, okay. So <laughs> yeah, here's I, here's something that's kind of interesting. If you go based on that, now there's still kind of some stretches in there. Like, of course, you know, you have Harrison in one completely different room from where the you know the Reverse Flash actually is. But I mean, if the idea is that the suit kind of can generate itself, you know what I mean? Like, if if when yeah. he goes into the the future room and the suit's not there until he does the thing then theoretically the suit can kind of come on and off within a blink of an eye. And so if he's kind of yeah. going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and suits on, suits off, suits on, suits off, uh, definitely. I, I got I to stop you right there. Um, you missed an excellent opportunity. Wax on, wax off? No. The suit, not the blink of an eye in a flash. Come on. Oh, come on, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, Bad so, pun, no, that's, drink. Yeah, that's kind of weird, but I also figured out that some people are saying that the mannequin that the suit is on in right. the future room is he's actually controlling it like a robot somehow. Yeah. Ah, interesting. And, and maybe he's, he put it in there and was like controlling it. I don't know. The only reason what, why I don't necessarily, cause I think that that would be a good clean explanation, right? I mean, that would make a lot of sense, but that the, 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 the I guess mannequin, like you said, it, it, it's very similar to what we've already seen for holding costumes. And so I yeah. don't think that's the case. Plus, I think it's going to be far more complicated <laughs> you know, than that. Yeah, no, but see, my theory about like uh, another version, another future version, realizing, oh, I need tachyons. I got to get my past self a tachyon and give it to and give it to myself in the past so I can get myself back to where I am now. Or you know what I mean? Yeah, man, that's good. That's really, really good. I like that theory a lot. No, but anyway, that's just what I like. But like I said, my brain was melting trying to figure out how is this working? Because... I thought it was like a Bill and Ted thing. Have you ever seen that movie? Oh, sure. Oh, I love Bill and Ted. And it's like in the in the beginning, Rufus comes with the phone booth and says, I'm going to take you to the, to the past and the future and help you out. Then a second one comes with two future versions of Bill and Ted. <laughs> and, and you're like, what? And then later on in the movie, it's a loop. It goes back around and the ones from the beginning become the ones in the second phone booth. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's what I thought originally. But every time I was going through it i was like no this can't work man it's too much yeah, causal loops like that are, are really confusing and, and super hard to explain to people who aren't like you know super have their head wrapped around you know yeah. paradoxes and things like well that. that's the thing man with time travel there's so many different interpretations of how the time stream is going to work how time travel itself is going to work 
And, um, you know, I, I think, what was it, Jeff Johns once said that basically um, the Flash is to time travel as Green Lantern is to space. I mean, time travel is going to be, you know, a large part of how yeah. how he operates and that that's going to be that's going to play into his world. And so, yeah. man, I love I love kind of the layered time uh, time traveling and that sort of thing. I just hope that whatever rules they establish early on in this first season that we can kind of trust in those rules. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just um, I really hope that this isn't a fake out. I really hope Harrison Wells is reverse flash which apparently has been confirmed by Andrew Kreisberg, but uh-huh. I can't find that anywhere. Well, I mean, I think it's confirmed because we freaking saw it on screen, but I won't get into that right now. Yeah. Man, anything, anyway, anything else yeah. overall just with this season uh, so far? Any, any thoughts? I'm just saying I love the Rogues, and I love Firestorm, and I can't wait to have uh, Golden Glider come on and see what kind of thing that That's takes right. on. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just – I'm really excited. It's going to be a good back half of the season and hopefully more seasons to come. So let's – Let's get ready. All right, man. Yeah. Chris, thanks for calling in. No problem, man. Happy holidays to you. <laughs> I, I gotta say though, uh, I, I, this the bit about having the the uh, the suit and storage. How hilarious would it be if there's like an episode of Storage Wars in a couple years <laughs> where like they they bust open the wrong one and they see? <laughs> oh my gosh! They're like, uh, uh, I don't know what we're gonna do with this. <laughs> That's hilarious! Oh wow! Let's see Harrison like a future episode of uh, of Storage Wars featuring Harrison Wells. That would be brilliant. Yes. Uh, we got TPS SpongeBobbies, our boys, calling in right now. How you doing, buddy? I am buzzed, and I'm happy to be coming in. <laughs> yes. Look, this is the thing. You, you you need to realize, you know, because Bell and I, we, we enjoy the occasional adult beverage here on on the show. It's it's part of the uh, what what brings our Christmas charm out this time of the year. But uh, SpongeBobby's man, he is like a beer connoisseur. If you follow this man on Twitter, you're getting updates uh, all the time about <laughs> new beers he's trying out. I, uh, I like a lot of beers, and we get a lot of cool beers in, te- in Texas, but you, sir, have tweeted beers that i've never even heard of or even imagined like you know it's like an october sardine double amber bock with a hint of twist lime and sprout and I, I don't know <laughs> it's a hobby what can i say it's a hobby love it and it's man. a great hobby to have it's, it's the easiest way for me to review i used to review video games but i i stepped away from that because there's a lot of time consuming but now reviewing beers is way easy i have one beer i enjoy it and I write a little review on Untapped. I love it, dude. Love it. It's great stuff. Man, what uh, what you want to talk about tonight, Flash-related? Flash-related. Okay. Growing up, Doc taught me that if I ever went into the past or the future, I couldn't meet or let myself see myself. Oh, right. Because then... How is, how is Wells beating up himself and not destroying the cosmic universe okay so in all fairness you're talking about doc from uh from back to the future right <laughs> yes sir all right so so if, as wow. you recall doc kind of did the math wrong and uh and when oh gosh what was marty's girl's name uh i'm not blanking on this does it matter wow. chat room marty who's who is his girlfriend slash wife I just want to say that my brain went to Doc Ock, like from Spider-Man. And I was like, when did Doc Ock talk about time travel? <laughs> <laughs> did I say Doc Ock? I think you did say it. Jennifer, I, thank you, oh, Pat. Okay, no, I thought I heard that. Okay, never mind. It's, I'm buzzing. I'm Thanks, buzzing. Pac-Man. Good, good looking out. Yeah, no, when Jennifer actually met herself in the future, they just passed out. Like, he was completely wrong. Well, it made her in a comatose state. Meh. Because she wasn't prepared for it psychologically. It's not like the catastrophic destruction of the time stream, in all fairness. The, Doc right. was wrong. So, so there, there, there's two tra- uh, 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 
trains of thought, right? Well, there's probably several, but you have your time cop train of thought where if you touch yourself or interact with yourself, then you turn into a pink blob of goo and disappear. And then there's the back to the future thought line where you just kind of pass out and it's psychologically damaging and not like physically damaging. I think it's pretty clear though with, with this, with these rules, given that I, I think we can all very safely assume that in the past, the two blurs, right? The two speedsters that were there was the reverse flash and, uh, and Barry. So we already know that two people can exist in the same timeline, uh, you know, in, in succession or concordantly. Okay. Uh, this time travel messes with my head. <laughs> I, I'll let it be. Okay. <laughs> the voice, he, the, the voice Dr. Wells did at the end. Yes. W- was that the same voice? that the reverse flash was using when he was taunting the flash yes it sounded it was. very very similar it was no it was the exact same voice go back and listen i, I guarantee you promise you I, I look i have because i have gotten a lot of flack for uh for perhaps dancing on the grave of those who thought that um you know hg wells was not the reverse flash literally uh then uh, you know i went back and i double checked and triple checked and quadruple checked and i mean every sign in that episode points to wells being the reverse flash I, I really need to sit down and take a deep breath because I can't wait till January. Yeah. I, I can't. The way they left me, I just want to say thank you for you guys being there because you guys are carrying <laughs> me along. I, I'm really dragging my feet. Thank God for DVR. If I didn't have a DVR, I would have a VHS recording this. Oh, this time travel just boggles my mind. And I, thank God I'm not a physicist or whatever I need to be to understand it. All I know is that January needs to come fast. So if if Barry can come and and spin the world a little faster, so we can get to <laughs> when is it the twenty first or the twenty second? Uh, somewhere in there. Honestly, right now I'm kind of in Christmas mode, right? So I'm just trying to count down the days to make sure that I get all of the presents in, and then I can think about the new year. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. But my my Christmas present is more seasons of The Flash and more episodes of flash tv top oh thank you brother you're always a uh, a fine supporter of the podcast and uh we uh we love you man thanks for calling uh, in I, I do my best before you hang up yeah yeah absolutely we need to get together since we're beer drinkers yes we need to get together and create kind of like a black and tan but a red and yellow kind Ooh, of beer like a, some sort of it would have to be Killian's, like killian's irish red and boddington's pub ale Maybe a pilsner with a red ale, but we need to find the right ingredients. What's a what was the second one, Bell? Boddington's Pub Ale. What is that? It's like an it's, it's like Guinness, but a uh, but an ale. Is it red? No, no. Killian's is red. Yeah. Well, I mean, but Killian's. It's, but so would it actually? Killian's Irish red. That would be, technically be like a red and black. That would be like the black flash. No, no, no. Boddington's is is, is gold. Oh, is it really? Yeah. It's it's yeah. Okay, let's make that happen. Well, you know what there. Uh, Stone Brewery does make a stout that is yellow like a pilsner, but it actually tastes like a dark coffee stout. Ooh. Which is kind of, it's very mind boggling because you see it and you think you're drinking a pilsner or a lager, but it has the deep notes of a dark stout. And maybe we can do a, a, a maybe a, a red ale and that stone and make it a. I don't know. We need a hashtag here, guys. Uh, well, yeah, flash beer or, or something. We'll, we'll we'll think we'll think about it. Speed Force Brew, something, something. Well, hey, where where are you at, SpongeBobby's? 
I'm in LA, California. Okay. Well, okay. probably won't be out there anytime soon. But if you're ever in this side of the country, let us know. Dude, what, I'm one day. I don't know. I I, I think uh, what is it? Pax is going to be in Texas now. Oh, San Antonio, Pax South. I'm going. I'm really tw- I'm really sweeping the floors and making the wife happy because I really want to make it to that. <laughs> well, if both <laughs> you guys are going, maybe I should go. Well, yeah. I mean, if you make it out there, I'll I'll be uh, I'll be there. All right, we'll, we'll we'll work something out. All right, I'm I'm trying to make it work, and if it does, I'll let you know. You'll be the first two to know. All right, sounds good, brother. <laughs> Thanks for calling in. Happy holidays to you. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Have a good one. Man, yeah, oh, I love SpongeBobbies. Oh, Actually, yeah. you know, I, I was thinking about it. You know, we we, we need to hang out, man. I, I miss you. I miss being able to hang out in the same place. Well, you know, I'm just I'm just way too cool and popular for you though now. Timothy uh Timothy Quinzel, uh a faithful listener in the chat is saying, "Welcome to beer drinking talk." <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, man, it's the holidays. You know, we 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 talked about we we made it flash beer. Beer flash. Hey, you know <laughs> what we're we call wait- it what we call it blash um or fleer. Fleer. No, I don't know, man. Uh, fleer sounds like flaro and I'm still I'm still not not digging with the flaro. Hey, man, I um while we're waiting for the next caller, I, I got to admit to something. I was kind of stirring up trouble this week. Is is that true? How, how so? Well, you know, I went I went on the Twitters and I went on the Facebook and I made the claim that there, you know, for those who still support this idea that Eddie is the reverse Flash, there's as much uh, as much reason to think that Eddie is the reverse Flash as there is to think that Joe West is Kid Flash. Well, Joe West is Kid Flash. That is where you're wrong. Sir. <laughs> But no, and seriously. I have 387 pages typed. <laughs> Size 10, no font, like not double lined. I'm talking about like, you know, stacked. Uh-huh. Full of research that I've done to prove it. <laughs> well, no, man, I'm serious though. I mean, like if if you actually go through it and, and you know, I like I said, I was kind of intentionally kicking up some controversy and uh, you know, people were challenging that and they wanted me to actually try to, uh, you know, make the, you know, explain how is Joe West kid flash? I was like, well, no, that's not the point. Uh, Cause he's not, that's not, it's <laughs> not what I'm going with the, with this. But I mean, with everything, it's like, well, you know, um, Eddie is, uh, Eddie's, they're setting up Eddie to be a, a uh, adversary of the flash. Well, Joe is set up to be an uh, ally of the flash. Yeah. But they have the same last name. Well, Joe has the same last name. Well, there's actually, you know, Joe, you can't say that about Joe. We already know that Wally West is the reverse Flash. Yeah, we already know that Eobarthon is the, the reverse Flash. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just, it's all the same. Kid Flash, not reverse Flash. Anyway. Um, but, yeah. So, I, I, I apologize to any of you who uh, who I may have uh, rubbed you the wrong way with that. I was, you know, like I said, in, intentionally kicking up conversation. How about that? I'll allow it. My wife just brought me some of this uh, bourbon uh, eggnog, a refill. And I got to tell you, even Grandma Esther... Would not be calling this light. <laughs> oh my goodness, this is this is good. I wish I had remembered to pick up some some nog on my way home. You should, man. This is it's putting me in the Christmas spirit. I'm enjoying it. So, but what about if uh, this whole Harrison Wells business is a red herring and actually no, no. <laughs> hey, look, man, I, I I get the whole. So, so people say that they don't like the Harrison Wells theory or they don't think that uh, Harrison Wells is going to be reverse flash because it's too obvious. But I mean, I would kind of, I would kind of argue that it's not too obvious. It's just, it's just is how it is. It's like it's saying that it's obvious that Barry Allen is, is the flash. Well, I don't think the mystery here is who the reverse flash is, but rather like what his plan is and how it's going to unfold and how he does everything. Fair enough. Somebody who can probably help us figure this out though is Kyle. Welcome to the show, sir. 
Hi, how are you doing? Doing well, man. <laughs> so I just, I literally just called in and it just happened to be like in the middle of that conversation. And I'm like, oh, I should probably be quiet now. No, no, it's, <laughs> no, interject, interject. Well played, sir. Oh. But no, no, no. It's, uh, I guess it is kind of a little bit delayed when, uh, <laughs> when we get off and everything else. Uh, but yeah, man, how's it going? It's going good. How are you guys doing? Uh, I am not partaking in any uh, Grandma Esther's eggnog, unfortunately. Probably, probably not uh, a bad idea since I'm second. I'm two sheets, ten sheets to the nog here. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kyle, what's on your mind, brother? Um, well, as I've, I've stated before, I honestly don't have any crazy theories because everyone else has decided to come up with ones that would top mine that I don't have. But I only really wanted to call in and said that, hey, I'm glad you guys are making this show. I really want Arrow TV talk, and I hope you guys continue to do this and panel to screen. Oh man, Kyle, that's that's high praise, sir. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Yeah, we've uh, we we've had we've had a lot of fun with it. When um, man, I, I guess it was like a year and a half ago, or or maybe a little bit longer than that, when I reached out to Bell and I said, hey, you know, we we talked about doing a podcast a couple of years ago. Let's let's make this thing happen. And Bell was like, "Sure, I'm not doing anything," and uh, and it worked out pretty well. I'd say so. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's funny. We actually, gosh, I guess it was like seven years ago. Uh, we were going to try to do a um, a podcast. One of the ones that I was listening to at the time, uh, the hosts were rotating out, and they were you know kind of taking candidates for a new host for that show. And Bell and I did a quick recording to send in to uh, to be host of that show, and it was so terrible. I never actually sent it in. It was awful. We were just terrible. <laughs> You gotta send that to me because I'd like to listen to it. No, it's gone. I destroyed it. It's it's. Ah. Like, I don't know whatever the digital you know going up in flames is, but that's exactly what happened. But uh, <laughs> man, Kyle, that that's high praise, man. So uh, so tell us just overall about the season. What uh, what have been kind of some high points for you? Uh, some of the high points so far, um, the crossover with Arrow, Captain Cold. Oh yeah. The tease for Heat Wave and Firestorm. Yeah. So let me ask you this on on the uh, on the hot scale: Are you more looking forward to more Firestorm or Heat Wave? Uh, a little bit of both. Yeah. Um, I'm right now. Well, I just got through uh, New Fifty Two Futures End, which primarily features Firestorm. Okay, so uh, spoiler warning, really quick to anybody who hasn't read that. So cover your ears if you're in the live show. What what ends up happening at, at the end of Future's End? Go ahead, t- um, tell me. Spoil it for me. Well, I don't know what happens at the end because I'm only 17 issues in because I'm waiting for the trade paperback. Oh, call. come on, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wasting all my money on on Earth 2 World's Ends every single week. I can't do it with Future's End. Man. So um, let me ask you this because Future's End has been a you know heavily discussed in the fan community, especially for the show, given the – Barry or Harrison Wells is actually future Barry theory that has been pretty prevalent, but who's been writing futures end? Do you know? Uh, hold on. I've got the book right behind me. So I'm talking about man with a plan right here. Brian is Jeff Lemire, who I love Dan Jurgis, Keith Griffin, Patrick Zercher, Aaron Laporsti, and Jesus Marino. Those are probably right. writers and artists and pencilers. So, I mean, familiar names, but nobody that I can think of that's necessarily directly connected with the show. Because, I mean, if you think overall with what we've seen and where the um, uh, the primordial stories that uh, that is leading up to what we've seen in the show are coming from, 
a lot of it is really kind of tied to some things that Jeff Johns has done with The Flash. And it makes complete sense, all things considered. So Mm -hmm. I would be surprised if more of the modern stories are actually what they're pulling from uh, for the television show overall. But but what say you, sir? Where 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 do you see um, uh, Harrison Wells going? I see. Well, I'm I'm gonna shoot for season finale. Harrison Wells uh, revealing himself to to Barry that he's the uh, Reverse Flash, and then uh, releasing everyone in the basement. Here's here's a real question right here though. We it's it's very difficult because we don't. You know, even for those of us who can embrace the idea that, that Harrison Wells is the reverse Flash, there's still a question of what is his end game? Like, does he want the crisis? Does he not want the crisis? Uh, what what is he really after when it's all said and done? Well, if okay, going in, going back to the blackout episode, yeah, he got really worried that the future was not intact when Barry lost his powers. Right. So he does want the crisis to happen. <laughs> yeah, so so he is actually driving towards the crisis. Mm-hmm. He he wants the crisis to happen. Yeah, I think I think that's so a safe he can, bet. He could, so he can like have his place in the future, so he's not doesn't like disappear. There is also a big question too of what actually is the crisis, right? I mean, uh, it's it's such a loaded word, and and for those of us, especially kind of older comic book readers, we know what. That's at least a nod to, which is the crisis on Infinite Earths and, and the mm-hmm. destruction of what had been the continuity of DC Comics prior to that. But, I mean, this is a brand new show. Uh, yes, it's had continuity with Arrow, but I, I highly doubt it will be, you know, the, exactly the same. I think it's, I think it's a safe bet that it won't be that. What do, you, what do you say, sir? So, well, you say, okay, crisis on Infinite Earths, they had multiple different Earths, all this kind of stuff, and then they merged those universes down. So while, yes, Flash and Arrow share the same universe, there's been other DC uh, TV shows that may be in different universes. Smallville, uh, hmm. you know, Constantine or Constantine, hmm. uh, you know, all these different shows, iZombie's coming out. Like, these could all be separate pocket universes that could be involved in a crazy uh, TV crisis on infinite television station. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and if they do, then I guess um, Azaz slash Mist is the anti-monitor, right? Because he's existed he's in both. both. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love that. I mean, don't, he was he was wonderful as Mist, but I really loved him as Aziz, Azaz rather in uh, in Gotham. Yeah, they, they they changed it a little bit. I guess they kind of had to because the comic book Azaz is a lot more darker than I'm sure they'd be willing to show on Fox. It's okay, Bell. That's why you're a Marvel guy, but I I'm a I, I'm a Marvel guy too. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. What, uh, so so let's ask you this: since you're a Marvel guy, we got you on the show. Uh, who wins, Quicksilver or the Flash? Let's go with Barry Allen Flash. Okay, um, uh, Barry Allen, just because he's gonna like do a flashback to Quicksilver. Mm, nice. It's actually a trick question. It heavily depends on where they're at. If it's in the Marvel universe, or if it's in the DC universe, and the Flash wins. If it's in the Marvel universe, Quicksilver wins because. Uh, the Speed Force doesn't exist, and therefore Barry doesn't have any powers in Marvel. <laughs> Sorry, thanks for playing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, they could you know, throw a Ghostbusters like cross streams, like where they can cross into the same yeah, universe, that, but in it's a combined universe. Exactly, so they could have powers in both. Very well, could be. Any uh, any final thoughts or uh, last minute things you want to say about the uh, the series overall? Uh, I love it. I hope it gets a second season and continue to do this. (laughs) All right. Thanks, man. We really appreciate it.
<laughs> no problem. Thank you. Bye. So firestorm and heat wave, eh? Yeah. Fire... So who do you think was going? So this, this is what I see coming in the flash. Okay. Uh, firestorm versus heat wave. Um, here's what I see. What if it was a um, Killer Frost and Captain Cold versus no Killer Frost and Heat and Killer Frost and Firestorm versus Heat Wave and Captain Cold? Boom goes the dynamite. Mm. I don't. Be, do you think? Do you think they're gonna go the good route for Killer Frost? And, uh, I don't know. I don't know. You know the the fact that we're dealing with a a universe different from the one that Wells came comes from, and Wells has knowledge of what these characters were. It's very possible that we're dealing with a Killer Frost that would have been a villain in his original timeline, but isn't in the current timeline. Well, yeah, because I, I think Wells has a lot of knowledge of the future because some things don't didn't change between timelines. Yeah, but I don't think he is all knowing of what's going to happen in the future of this timeline. And who the heck is Gideon? That's something we need to start asking that question. Yeah, the, the 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 theory that was uh, uh, something like because H G Wells G for Gideon, I don't know something like that. But oh, <laughs> actually, that's pretty good. That's um, I hadn't thought about it like that, but that's actually pretty good. Yeah, that's not mine though. You know who the voice is, right? Voice of Gideon. Uh, yes, it's uh, uh, the chick from Serenity. Yes, that's exactly the one. Yep, the companion. And I think she's supposed to actually show up in a future episode too. That. Oh, that'd be neat. Yeah, I can't remember if that's uh, that's correct or not, but um, one way or the other, that that'd be pretty good. Because oh. yeah, you know, Harrison Wells doesn't know a lot of things. Like he he was surprised when Ronnie came back as Firestorm. He was surprised by the cold gun. Uh, lots of different things. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I don't know. You know, it could be possible. Maybe maybe they'll go that in his universe, Killer Frost is bad. Maybe in our timeline, it's good. I don't know. Yeah, could be. Hey, while we're waiting for the next caller, I want to let you guys know, uh, Kyle mentioned Arrow TV Talk. It's a podcast that has been often, often requested. And, um, you know, uh, he also mentioned we do another podcast called Panel to Screen. Right now, Bell and I do two shows together, this one and Panel to Screen. Um, we are looking and hoping to do an Arrow TV Talk in the coming year, but you guys got to help us make that happen. If you head on over right now to flashtvtalk.com, uh, there's a big green button that says Support. Click that button. It'll take you to our Patreon page where we are trying to get our uh, incoming funds up to 300 a month. That is our goal for the end of the year. Um, we're a little bit over 50% of the way there, and we've got two weeks to go. So we really need that uh, help making that happen. If we do hit that 300 before the end of the year, we are committed to making you guys an Aero TV talk on the off weeks that we're not doing Flash TV talk. And that gives you more awesome TV talk from uh, Bell and myself. And hey, one of the things that I think you guys know, I mean, if you've been listening to this show, listening to Panel to Screen, consistency is very important with us. We want high quality podcasting, and we also want to make sure that we're giving you guys a consistent show. Now, that said, we are about to go on hiatus for the holidays for this one, but you'll still be getting consistent Panel to Screen during that time too. So uh, hook us up. Again, flashtvtalk.com. Click support, and we want to make that Arrow TV Talk happen for you. Joining us now on the line, we have got Greenclaw. And we, we almost had Greenclaw. <laughs> <laughs> call, call, call back, Greenclaw. Let's see. I'm not sure what um, what happened there. HG Well strikes again. Yeah, that's right. It's Zoom TV Talk trying to shut us down. <laughs> you know there was a Zoom TV Talk on Twitter for a while, and then they just kind of shut up for a while. Really? Yeah. They, they took our logo and they reversed it. Oh, neat. Yeah, our old logo, back when we had the uh, Harry Potter look. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
I had I, I had no idea that that was a Harry Potter font until you told me that. I had no idea either, and then everybody uh, was like, I love the HP logo, and I was like, this looks nothing like Hewlett Packard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> clearly, I'm the wrong kind of nerd, because I did not pe- pick up on the fact they were referring to Harry Potter, but uh, yeah, for the longest time, our old logo was that Harry Potter lightning strike. But I, I like I, the new one. Yeah, I like the new one too. It, it it matches. It's a little bit more in line with the, um, you know, the actual television series, uh, the TV logo, and it works out really well. I think we should just steal the TV logo. Well, I thought about that, but I, I didn't want to. I thought that was a little too on the nose. You didn't want to infringe on, say, anyone's copyrights. Well, I mean, that's what Hunter does with Gotham Podcast. Trademarks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, speaking of Gotham Podcast, while well, we're um, working on getting. Uh, Green Claw. Oh, I guess we're not going to get Green Claw. She can't connect. All right. So if anybody else wants to call in, now is a good time to do it. Uh, man, if you have not checked out this week's Gotham podcast, I had the opportunity to sit down uh, with fellow co-host over there, Hunter Camp, and interview uh, the actress that portrays Renee Montoya. Really? Yeah, Victoria. She is awesome. We had a great chat. Uh, it was uh, it was a lot of fun, man. She she's a she's got good sport. Um, really enjoying the character that she has. You know, I gave her a little bit of a hard time because of the love triangle that's going on right over there. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I kind of felt like uh, my boy Jim Gordon was getting betrayed behind his back and I had to hold her accountable there. But um, we uh, we had a we had a good good chat there. A lot of fun. So check that out. Gotham podcast. I'll tell you what, while we're waiting for the next caller uh, to uh, to get together, by the way, it is Potisteri on air. Going to write that in the chat again. Not Potisteri off air. No, no, that is not us. Or reverse Potisteri on air, yeah. <laughs> which is also not us. I'll tell you what, while we're waiting for the next caller, man, um, one thing I have, we haven't really checked in with in a while is the uh, the Flash movie. You know, we, we predicted and projected that the casting of that movie, um, oh man, what's what's the kid's name? Uh, who's playing the Flash? Yeah, I'm, I'm blanking on it all of a sudden. Oh man, yeah, I, that was a while ago. Um, Another shot of the Nog. Man, this is... Uh, what, what, it, are you taking like? Are you pouring it into shot glasses and actually taking shots of nog? No, I mean, I'm just taking a sip. You're just sipping it. Yeah, you just sip, sipping it. Uh, you know, I'm, that's, okay. That's I know, not it's, a sip. I it's not, not a shot. <laughs> the Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller. So we talked about Ezra Miller uh, being cast for the Flash movie. However, we uh, you know we, we we need to check in with this uh, at first. I, what did I say? I, I think I said that. Um, I thought if it was, if it was Barry. I was skeptical. If it was Wally, I was confused. If it was Bart, I'm completely on board. And if it's Jay, it's not Jay. <laughs> that was that was kind of my uh, my take there. But uh, and I, I think I feel s- s- pretty much the same thing. I mean, I, I'm all for Ezra Miller as Bart Allen. I, I don't think it is in DC's best interest, DC Entertainment's best interest, to make him Barry Allen, given the just blockbuster success that they've had with the uh, the television series. Um, and also Ezra Miller, I mean, I just, he looks Grant. I mean, we've said this already, but Grant Gustin is a young looking guy, but Ezra Miller looks even younger somehow. And how old is he? I got to find out now. Uh, let's see. I've, I think I've got him on IMDb. Oh, oh, oh. He's 22. He's 20. How, how old is Grant? Grant's 25, I think, or 24. Hello? Ventress or Greenclaw. Hello? Sorry. For some reason, when she's calling in, it's, um, it's going to an alternate line. And so I thought I'd connect with her specifically. And um, and I don't know what to call her either. Is it Ventress? Greenclaw? I don't know what to call you. I'm going to call her Greenclaw. Call, I call Spongebobby Spongebobby. I'll call Greenclaw Greenclaw. <laughs> so that's how we do it. I call you Belle, and everybody knows that's not your legal name. I well, mean, I technically, I mean, 
it kind of is. Uh, uh, wait, what? It's my last name. Who spells Bell like that? Uh, the Scots. And your mom. Hi, Bell's mom. Hi, mom. <laughs> I wonder if she's listening right now. Is she, dude? Did she listen live? Uh, no, no. She, dude, she doesn't know how to use a computer. Does she, wait, wait. Why do we say thank? Why do we say hello to her at the end of every single uh, episode of Panel to Screen? Then. I thought you kept that in there. I do keep it in there. Because she listens to it like sometimes on the uh, uh, on the, the the thing. Okay. That's what she describes it as. I haven't seen her in a while. I need to. I, we need to have your mom on the show. <laughs> that would be amazing. Oh, dude, get her on no. the phone right now. No, that's not happening. <laughs> I'm just. I'm sorry. That'd be that'd be epic. All right. Um. So yeah. So Ezra Mil- Miller, man, you uh, you, so you you're um. But what's what what is your status there? So okay, so here's my deal. Uh, I when it was first announced before the Flash had come out, I was like, okay, cool, yeah, you know, whatever. We'll see what they do. And uh, now that we've had half a season of Flash, I don't really care about the movie because I don't think it's going to be as good as the TV show. <laughs> That's the thing, man. I just don't think it can be. They're not going to have the kind of time to establish the character, and no matter what they do. It's just not going to be Grant Gustin's Barry Allen if they if yeah. that's what they, if they're going to go for a one for one like that. Now if it's if it's Bart Allen, I mean he looks like a Bart Allen, you know, just kind of the attitude he, he puts forth. I think really you know works with kind of that futuristic, you know, kid coming back to uh, to the past. I would love him as a Bart Allen Flash. I really I think that would be just inspired casting that I would love to see. But I just don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, you know, and it's one of those things where it's like, you know, Grant's done such a great job with his character. Seeing anyone else play the same character is going to be really difficult. But like you said, if he's Bart or maybe he's Jay Garrick, he, he, he's not Jay Garrick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, may, maybe he'll do a good representation of, of another Flash. Although some people have actually said that he'd make a, an interesting um, uh, Earth 2 Jay Garrick, which I, in all fairness... The the new a uh, new fifty two Earth two I, I have not. I, if if I was to read a new fifty two title, it'd probably be Earth two from what I'm hearing. See, I haven't read any of the new fifty two. This might be a good opportunity for us, man. We got to play catch up. Why don't we do new fifty two talk? New fifty two talk. Can we talk yeah. about new fifty two? Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, so like a, a new dude? We can't. <laughs> Let's first, do a podcast every day. <laughs> for, first of all. I do a podcast every day, sir. <laughs> oh yeah, you do. I don't. I do two a week. I, I'm uh, I am tapped out there. You do two a week, and we do a web comic. We're we're, we're kind of tapped out as far as resources go from yeah. that standpoint. Yeah. Hey, by the way, it looks like we're not going to be able to uh, to get Green Claw unless she's able to to get it all figured out. So, uh, if you would like to call in, you can do so. Potisteri on air. Louise, Louis. Hola, hola. Me escuchan bien? Hello, hello. Ah, uh, sí. Bueno. <laughs> hello. From Mexico. Hey, hey, from America. Hang on just a second. Let me um, get Bell back on. All right, Lewis. Hello, hello. Hey, all right. This is what I'm going to try to do real quick. I'm going to hang up on Bell, and then I'm going to try to add him to this call. And if it works, great. Otherwise, then, um, you know, we'll just, it'll you and me will chat. But let me see if I can get him on real quick. Okay, okay. You said you're in Mexico? See, from Mexico, man. All right, man. How's it going? Uh, uh, What's the weather like in Mexico this time of year? In in the place where I live, yeah, it's so hot, man. <laughs> it's like spring for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, in all fairness, uh, you know we're we're in Mississippi, so we're uh, it's not necessarily that cold for us either. <laughs> 
Well, hey, so when okay. what's the uh, is are we on the ta- on the same uh, and, release schedule for the Flash? Is the end of the season past uh, the Sunday? Yeah, well, mid season finale for us was uh, a couple weeks it's, ago. It's the, it's the same here. Uh, one week uh, delay. Okay, yeah. Okay, well, great, <laughs> great, good deal. Well, so far, man, what have you? Uh, what what have been uh, the the aspects of the Flash that you have enjoyed and uh, just kind of the season so far? I like to watch it with my girl, man. We go in the coach and and watch all the DC comics, TV series. Oh, great! So <laughs> you've got uh, so I'm guessing y'all are watching also Arrow, Gotham. Are you watching Constantine? In the in uh, Constantine, no, th- there is no channel here. Okay. But all, all the other shows are in the same network. Very cool, man. So it's, that's awesome. So it's like the, uh, your entire comic book show is right there all on the same network for you. Yeah. Very the Warner nice. Channel. So what are you thinking overall? Are, are, if you've been watching Arrow, do you think that Flash is doing better than Arrow? Or do you prefer Arrow? Or, you know, where, where do you think it stands overall? We were fans of Arrow before Flash. Uh, I... The the only thing I know Flash was the animated series, okay. uh, the the Justice League, Justice League. Yeah, oh yeah. So my my girl really liked the show. Uh, if you put it with uh, Gotham, it's like brighter, in, in in comparison with Gotham. Oh, absolutely, so, yeah. So that was a, a a great companion show. Excellent, man. Yeah, no, that's the beautiful thing about this series is. You know, with Gotham, with Arrow, with even Constantine, which you haven't seen yet, but all these shows kind of get into that that dark, gritty, you know, Dark Knight type of uh, storytelling. And Flash, it's it's hopeful, man. It's bright. It's fun. <laughs> you know, it's serious at times. I mean, they're dealing with some some pretty serious bad guys. I mean, gosh, the Reverse Flash going around stabbing people and uh, and killing Barry's mom and all kinds of crazy things. I mean, it it can get to a dark <laughs> place, but that makes I think the brighter moments all the better for it. Yeah, yeah. What are you hoping to see uh, once we get back next season or, or Go- later in this season? Gorilla Grodd uh, is <laughs> big, big Gorilla Grodd fan. <laughs> we will be really fun to watch Gorilla Grodd in the in the show. How do you think they're going to do him? <laughs> you think it's going to be a monkey suit or, or they'll get uh, CGI? I, I just remember a, a show called Punk. They they have a, a joke with a gorilla suit, uh-huh. a dude. Is trying to prank a lady or something. <laughs> it was r- really believable, man. Is so I think that they can pull it, pull it off. I think they, they can they too. Can. Yeah, I, I'm I'm hoping that they do. Of course, you know, you, here at Flash TV Talk, we we're uh, strong supporters of the idea of Bell getting in that gorilla suit to be Gorilla Grodd <laughs> for the series. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm hoping to see. Now, do you think that they're gonna have Grodd as as like a mastermind or you know what? What take do you think they're going to go with him on? So uh, the, um, the power of, of the gorilla was the, the mind tricks. That's so right. I think he will have uh, luckies mm. with with the mind of, of with his mind power. Yeah. Sorry, man. I, I got to go. Okay. <laughs> All right, Louis, man. <laughs> Thanks for calling in, brother. Sorry, sorry. Checking in from Mexico. That's awesome. Let me see if I can get Bell back. I don't know, maybe because it was international. Maybe that's why we were having trouble uh, doing the three-way call. Bell, you back, buddy? Yeah, okay, I'm here. Did you, were you able to I, listen in? Yeah, I, I caught the last second. I, I realized, of course, that I can unmute my Mixler, 
uh, <laughs> and actually listen to it. So again, I'm just sitting there like an idiot, not listening to anything, typing in the chat. And I'm like, why is nothing going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I caught man. the very last end or the very last bit about uh, Gorilla Grodd using mind control. Uh, I'm assuming to control Harrison. Well, no, we were just saying kind of in general, what, what take would they go with Grodd? Um, whether or not he would have, you know, w- would he be this mastermind? Will they actually give him powers? And uh, I agree with Lewis that they probably are going to give him those mind control powers, given the experiments they were doing. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, and of course, you know, it would be, man, you know, we, next, uh, tomorrow night, we're going to be doing a live episode of Panel to Screen where we're going to do our Dear Santa. And uh, I think, you know, spoilers, I think one of my Dear Santa will be for uh, Matthew Bell, Matt Bell of Flash TV Talk and Panel to Screen to be cast as Gorilla Grodd. Yeah, that'd be awesome, but, you know, I don't know if I've been on the CW's uh, nice list this year. You know what we should do? We should send uh, uh, Kreisberg and uh, and Johns and, and all all on board. We, sh- we should actually send them some of Grandma Esther's eggnog and uh, be like, hey, by the way, after you enjoy this, consider this guy <laughs> of Flash TV Talk fame. See, like, or, or do something, you know, just just something. Provide a voice for some nondescript person, or just stand in the background and like do like a goofy thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> be that guy. You know, uh, this last past this is a tangent, but hey, it's our Christmas special, so why not? Uh, this last past Thanksgiving during the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, you know how they stop and do the musical numbers like right in the one stage. Yes. So, so there, these kids were like right over the right. Uh, stage right shoulder of the the performers and every single time the camera panned on them in the background these kids like waved like crazy and it was kind of like okay guys we know you're back there you don't have to do this every single time you're on camera did you see the guy though there was there was a float uh and <laughs> he just flips the bird at the camera did he really no yeah. oh my yeah, gosh dude's like like there's this guy like say i don't remember who it was but he's performing and like the dancers are dancing there's a guy like on the float and he just flips the bird to the camera <laughs> oh my gosh that's terrible yeah it was hilarious i gotta tell you man one of my uh bucket list items is to be a balloon handler for the spider-man balloon in the macy's thanksgiving day parade specifically spider-man eh? Spe- oh dude that was always my favorite growing up and like i love that balloon and i'm so wor- like i was so worried actually this year just given everything that's been going on and sony and you know i don't know one way or the other i was i was concerned that um spider-man wasn't going to be in the parade but because they keep moving him further further and back in the parade every single year and i'm just worried that one one year they're going to roll him out and i hope that's not the case it's such an it's such an iconic float and um like i said i I, got, I, I really want to be a balloon handler for that float. It'd be amazing. Well, that's kind of crazy because my uh, bucket list item is to have a parade a la the Jokers in the original uh, Batman Tim Burton film. <laughs> is that right? Where like Prince is playing really loud. I'm throwing money out and I have like giant poison gas balloons. And maybe you can be holding one of my giant poison glass balloons. It'll be a Spider-Man balloon, obviously. There you go. Yeah. The, the yeah. streams are, are, are uh, we're crossing the streams there. That'd be yeah. great. <laughs> uh, it'd be wonderful. Um, man, speaking of, uh, <laughs> since we're all, since we're already on a tangent, let's just go ahead and push it all the way through. Um, they, I was uh, watching this interview with um, Dave Chappelle on, um, I think on Fallon. And he was talking about how Prince recently, released his album uh breakfast can wait or it was a single breakfast can wait have you heard this uh no you haven't heard breakfast can wait all right so so this is what happened on itunes one morning i wake up i go on itunes 
And uh, one of the, like, you know, they have their recommended or featured whatever at the top. I mean, you know, we've been featured twice, actually. Uh, but, uh, but they, you know, they, they feature different songs and that sort of thing. And it's Prince Breakfast Can Wait. And it's this picture of Dave Chappelle dressed as Prince holding the pancakes from the Dave Chappelle show or from Chappelle show. <laughs> And um and I mean it looks all at first I got like I started freaking out because I was like no way Chappelle show's coming back you know this is it this is the second coming of Chappelle we all knew this was going to happen but uh, but actually in all actual you know actuality Prince was just using that image and I found out through this interview on Fallon that Chappelle never gave permission for that but in all fairness Prince never gave permission for Chappelle to do that bit and so it's kind of like the ultimate payback is using him to sell this uh, this song. <laughs> That's interesting. Hey, baby, where you going? Now, please don't rush off so soon. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think I'd have to change my bucket list item, though, because I mean, you know, I don't want to go to jail for poisoning people. So instead of using poison balloons, I would use balloons filled with sulfur hexafluoride. Okay. That, that why? Sulfur hexafluoride is denser than air. So when you breathe it, it makes your voice really, really deep. Is that right? So when people are like running away in terror, they'd be like, oh, <laughs> and it would just be the most hilarious thing that you've ever seen in your entire life. <laughs> oh, that's great. I'm this background. Yeah. Dude, this, this is like, this is my favorite Prince song, I think, ever. <laughs> What about no purple rain? Oh, look, purple. Okay, purple rain is, is incredible. But this this speaks to me, man. I'm a big breakfast guy. You know this. We just did uh, two issues of the Brogues where I vented about how you can't get breakfast at any time during the day. That's true. Oh yeah. Game blouses. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Flash TV Talk Christmas episode where we are enjoying Grandma Esther's. Brought to you by Grandma Esther's uh, Light on the Bourbon Eggnog, where we are not really talking about the Flash anymore. We're just We've gone off on a tangent. <laughs> all right, man. Enough of that. Sorry. Uh, no, that's no, quite all right. Dude, I mean, you can't you can't be held like, I mean, it's Prince. Prince belongs in any episode, really. There's no reason why we haven't done more Prince on the show. See, we should do, I mean, I don't even think it deserves a rose-colored retrospective, but we should do one of Tim Burton's original Batman and just play Prince in the background through the entire episode. Love it. Timothy Quinzel is suggesting that we have a new segment called Tangent Talk. Tangent Talk. I like it. I kind of like it too. But time I mean, stream Tangent Talk. Time stream Tangent Talk. Because there's like, you know, future stuff in the flash. So maybe like we, is the idea that we go back from, like one of us is our future selves that has come back. Be like, because <laughs> like, <laughs> Bell, no, don't say that line you're about to say about this certain thing because it's, you know, uproariously laughterous and causes the entire world to, you know, spasm to death from laughing. <laughs> All right. I tell you what, guys, we will uh, leave it open next call. I think we'll probably be our last since uh, we might be winding down, but this will be a last chance to call in um, as much fun as we're having. I, I just, you know, I, I try to, we try to be mindful on the show. We try to um, be very specific to the content, to the flash. I don't know. You know, we started off that way and then people complained that we didn't actually have enough tangents, but I, I didn't, I don't know. I, I I feel like if you start off with just going on tangents, then it's kind of a, a bait and switch, right? It's like, hey, we're going to talk about The Flash, but first we're going to spend three hours talking about blah, 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 Spider-Man floats and Prince and breakfast. And the Joker 
float scene from Batman. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it my goal to mention Tim Burton's Batman at least two or three more times during this show. Breakfast can wait. <laughs> but you know what can't wait? What's that? I can't wait to see Tim Burton's Batman one more time. Actually, I think uh, you know what? Why don't you go on Gotham next week? Um, they're doing a retrospective on uh, on uh, not at Rose Color because that's not the, how they do it over there. But they're doing a they're doing a look at the second one. Uh, Batman Returns, the yeah. bat, the cat, the penguin. Yeah, because it's it's Christmas themed and and it's a Christmas episode. That's true. Did you know that that movie scarred me emotionally when I was a child? You're kidding me. How? Well, it, it didn't scar like I I wouldn't I I use the term lightly obviously but uh i saw that movie let's see what when did it come out that movie came out in 1992 is that right so i was uh we're for tim burton's bat wait what what year was that 1992 we graduated in 2002 yeah i was eight that sounds right i was eight okay fair enough yeah so it came out when i was eight and i saw it in theaters uh on a family vacation uh was it the fish thing when uh when penguins like eating the raw fish no, no, no. That, I was fine with that. The, the the scene that disturbed me the most was uh, after you know Penguin dies and the penguins carry him into the the water. Yeah. And like his face just like floats down on the blood, like the purple weird blood comes out of his mouth. Mm. And like his eyes are open and yeah, stuff. And he's yeah. kind of staring at you as he dies. That's what got me. It's messed up stuff, man. Yeah. So that explains a lot. Is that yeah, why? Yeah. Like, because I remember going over to your house when we were kids growing up that. You always had penguins everywhere. Yeah, because, I mean, I, I had to keep them around me because otherwise the penguin would come up out of my toilet and kill me. Gotcha. I always thought it was just some sort of, like, tuxedo thing. That's why, oh, it makes sense now. That's and This isn't joking. That's why you didn't wear an actual black and white tuxedo to our prom. That's exactly why. <laughs> you went orange instead because yes. of your, because of your uh, uh, you know, childhood fear of penguins. And yes, that's true. I did. I did actually wear a uh, a Dumb and Dumber inspired orange tuxedo with a frilly shirt. It's brilliant. Yeah. To uh, was that junior prom or senior prom? I think that, that was, was senior, senior prom. prom. Senior prom was awesome, man. We had the uh, we had the party with. Um, I just remember the beforehand party, and uh, and having uh, some sushi. Like she had like a sushi spread. Yeah, I think so. And we all took a limo. Yeah, it's great. It's fun. Yeah, well, yeah, because you know, you know, and we all danced the loot dog shuffle. The, the loot dog shuffle you don't remember loot dog shuffle <sighs> i don't you know how do you not remember loot all right uh you're... i remember loot dog i just don't remember the loot dog shuffle loot dog used to have this dance that he would do um this is a guy that we knew from high school he used to and he would wave his arms around his head back and forth and uh and like you know do kind of this head banging thing and so we called it the loot dog shuffle you don't remember this at all Dude, I, I have trouble remembering what I ate for breakfast. Fair enough. <laughs> well, breakfast can wait. As uh, wait, did I eat talks. breakfast this morning? It can wait. It can wait. Uh, well, hey guys, um, it looks like that might be doing it for our call-ins this evening. Want to really thank everybody who was able to call in and send our deepest regrets to those of you who we had some technical difficulties with. I know a bunch of you wanted to, and uh, it just did not work out. So, uh, but you are with us in uh, in thoughts and prayers, especially you, Green Claw. We tried so many times to make that work. I'm, I'm really sorry about that. But How about this? I got something to say. Go go ahead. Oh, oh yeah, I, I, I see stuff in the chat. People saying the orange talks. If you guys are, are 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 on the nice list this year, then maybe just maybe I'll give a picture to Bo so he can post it on the. Oh, address. dude, look. Yes, do it. Actually, I tell you what. Oh, all right. Here's what we're gonna do. We're sweetening the pot, man. If we're able to hit our our fundraising goal, three hundred dollars a month by the end of this year, I'll embarrass myself publicly. Do it. 
that's by that's, releasing a photo. <laughs> that's what we're gonna do. You want to see Bell in an orange tux? Forget Arrow TV talk. Now we'll still do Arrow TV talk too, but we're we're just sweetening the pot. There you go. Which, by the way, you can do that right now, guys. Y'all can head over there right now. See, this is a wonderful thing about live. You can you can make this happen. Dad, we're live. You only have yourselves to blame if it doesn't. <laughs> I'm yeah. just kidding. Look, I'm I'm really appreciative for everybody who tunes in. Uh, of course, if you want to tune in live, we do this uh, every Wednesday after the Flash. Uh, we are going on a little bit of a holiday hiatus, but we will be back um, after the next episode that comes out. Of course, you can follow us on the Twitters. We're at Flash TV Talk. And if 140 characters isn't enough to express your love for our show, feel free to email us at flash at podestery.com. That's P-O-D-A-S-T-E-R-Y dot com. And for more news and semi-daily discussions, lately I've, I haven't put anything out um, if, other than just kind of being mean to people who don't <laughs> subscribe to the email. You don't agree with what I think. You're stupid. <laughs> oh, man. No, look, look. I, I, I am not like that at all. I'm very, very generous to people who disagree with me. <laughs> I mean, it's, look, how can you not? Honestly, I'm, I know we're like signing off here, but, but I, I really have a hard time with this. It's like saying, I don't believe that Joe West is, um, I, like saying like, oh, Joe West isn't actually Iris's father. Like, what? That's completely out of left field. Why would you even say that? Because he actually isn't. Because You're he's not helping anything, Bell. <laughs> John Stewart, he's going to be revealed to be the Green Lantern. And Stephen Colbert is going to pop up. No, not that John Stewart. Oh. <laughs> Green Lantern John Stewart. He's <laughs> Timothy in the chat. He's Barry's mother, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how did we not see this before? That's that's ridiculous. <laughs> it's 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 so so obvious. So obvious. This is the best episode ever. <laughs> <laughs> like for us, maybe not for anybody listening. <laughs> Everybody's gonna like desubscribe. Like we've had like crazy numbers for the show and it's all gonna plummet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 14 listeners. 12 listeners, 10 listeners, 8, 2, uh, and no listeners. <laughs> and suddenly, the only person downloading our show is your mom again. <laughs> <laughs> there was a time when Panel to Screen, my mom was the only one listening to it. Other a, than, yeah. yeah. That's the reason why we thank her every episode, because she was our first listener. <laughs> yeah. And I and, it, and it's funny, because, you know, I don't get to go home all that often. Yeah, it's and nice. So she was telling me it was nice to hear my voice, and I was like, oh, that's that's sweet. And then I realized, wait, maybe I should call her more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bad son. I'm sorry, mom. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm sure you're a great. Son. Actually, it's funny because on your, uh, on you know, you say that, and then also another podcast that I do with a, a friend of mine here for uh, Country Squire Radio, uh, his mom tunes in live every Tuesday morning when we do that one, and uh, and I don't think my mom has ever listened to a podcast that I do, which is, <laughs> in all fairness, it's probably for the best. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But um, anyway, if you are mom, I, I love you. Thank you. Thank you so much for doing that. But um, if you're not, that's okay. That's okay. All right, man. What were we doing? We're signing off. That was what we were doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd like to personally apologize overall for the uh, um, crazy. No, I'm not. You know what? I'm not even going to apologize, man. This has been a lot of fun for us. It's it's our Christmas special. We don't have a new episode, and so we really wanted to uh, open up the phone lines, have fun with you guys, have fun with each other, uh, enjoy the nog, get in the holiday spirit, and and we hope that um, to some extent you guys did as well. Oh, I want to mention one last thing before uh, before we do kind of officially stamp it and call it a night. Uh, last week, at the end of the episode, we posted a um, kind of a, a ramped up, rocking version of the Flash theme from listener Charlie oh, yeah. Bach. 
And I mean, I got to tell you, he he sent me a, an updated kind of a final version of that song, and uh, he put it up on SoundCloud. We shared it out on Facebook, on Twitter. Um, I he's given me permission. We're probably going to put it up on YouTube as well. And I, I got to this thing is so awesome. I would love. I'm really trying to talk him into doing some sort of um, kind of a YouTube music video, uh, where like you know he's rocking out and then he gets struck by lightning and then he's you know rocking out in a flash shirt. But there's also a reverse flash and they get into kind of a guitar rock battle or something like Dude, that that would be awesome like a, like a, so okay okay uh i don't know if you're familiar with dragon force no i don't think so it is a speed metal band and they have two extremely talented musicians and th- this is a video that's kind of gone around the internet but there's uh it's a uh, through the fire and the flames and uh they're the two guitarists one of them is classically trained and one of them has is self-taught and they're both just ridiculously fast guitar players and they have like a dueling solo that they do in this song. And so that's what needs to happen. That's awesome. Yeah, no, flash, I, I think they're like reverse flash doing solos. Yeah, no, dude, I, I would love for something like that to happen. So I'm, I'm, I'm talking to him about it. He's, he's extremely talented. So, um, if you, if you didn't get a chance to listen to that last week at the end of our, our show, uh, like I said, we did post that link up on Twitter and Facebook and, uh, once it's out on YouTube, I'll probably post that later. Um, probably next week. So pretty sweet stuff. All right. So Yeah. For all of our contact information and, and to keep up with everything that we mentioned before, uh, head over to flashtvtalk.com. Again, that's the place to go to support us, make Arrow TV Talk a reality. There's only two weeks left, guys, so uh, so hook us up there. Uh, also, special thanks to Woo Kim, who uh, normally provides our show notes, of course, are, are, and uh, keeps us up to date with all the news, although tonight we didn't really dive into it. And again, Mike H. Schmidt, who provides our outro music. You guys are part of our Flash TV Talk, Flash family, and we... Love you guys for it. But be sure to check out our parent show, Panel to Screen, where this week we have our Dear Santa episode. And let's see if I can go three for three this or next year like I did this year. Take that, Bo. I, Hello. Did I get any of my – I don't think I got any of my um, Dear Santas from last year, did I? I don't know. Maybe maybe you should like, you know – There's rumors of a, of a static television series, right? That was one uh, of mine. I wanted, I wanted static, either a movie or, or static a TV show. But I don't think we've gotten that yet. Big thanks to everybody tuning in live. We really appreciate you doing so. And for all of you guys, we wish you a very Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Season's Greetings, and all of that from us and to you. For more Flashtastic awesomeness, tune in next time to Flash TV Talk. Flashtastic outro, copyright Matt SC. A member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit pottery.com.